Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about what to do when subcontractors are too busy. The front end of a project contains the most uncertainty. This is when you're perpetually in waiting mode, waiting for engineering drawings, waiting for permits, waiting for lenders, waiting for inspectors, waiting for quotes, waiting, waiting, waiting. The process was supposed to only take a few months. Just when you think everything is ready, one of your chosen subcontractors says they've taken on other work and can't do your project after all. What are your options? Accept a higher price bid? Restart the bidding process all over again? It's easy to feel trapped. In today's market conditions, many subcontractors are busy beyond their capacity. The folks who are good are busy. The ones who aren't busy don't usually meet your quality criteria. They're not the ones you want. These are the ones who will accept the work and then not deliver. It's easy at moments like this to feel completely trapped. What do you do? Your general contractor has certain subs that they prefer to work with. Do you defer to your GC and accept anything they recommend? Do you search for another GC? At the end of the day, it's difficult to overrule your general contractor because as soon as you do, they start to shift responsibility for decisions to you and that's not what you want. You've negotiated a guaranteed maximum price contract with your GC, but that contract won't be firm until the construction loan is funded and the contract is signed. Until then, it's merely a draft. A draft based on quotes that were valid for 30 days and probably more than 30 days have passed since the quotes were submitted. The subcontractors put a time limit on these quotes for a number of reasons. They know that the material prices can change. A severe weather event like a hurricane can cause local material shortages and that can cause prices to jump. The current trade negotiations with China have caused material prices to fluctuate. Number two, they know that delays can happen. They know that new projects can show up. They don't want to have to keep their crew in a holding pattern for months until your project's ready to break ground. Unless you're large enough that you have complete control over your subcontractors or can maintain some of the highest value subcontractors in-house, you're going to be negotiating both pricing and schedule with subcontractors. When you're bidding a project, the key item is price, but when you're finally in construction, the key item is schedule. Most construction activities take place in a relatively short period of time. The key is to get everything coordinated so that the materials and the people are on the site doing the work. There have been so many times I've had a crew on site waiting for a single part. Even worse, I've had crews spend 30 minutes on a job site and then walk off the site saying they were missing a single component and they'll be back tomorrow. In your mind, you're calculating your daily carrying cost for the project and realizing that you've just spent an extra day of holding cost for a $15 part. That $15 part might have cost you several hundred dollars in time delays. How do you get the right contractors and subcontractors to be loyal to you? How do you get them to align with your goals? Delays happen. That's a fact of life. Sometimes there's little you can do to avoid them when you're dependent on others who make commitments and then don't deliver. The key is to focus on developing the relationships with the contractors and subcontractors that you ultimately have faith in and that you ultimately want to work with on a sustained basis. Communicate with them often and let them know where you are in the process. Weekly meetings, even if just for 10 minutes, can maintain that heartbeat. When it comes to negotiating the final contract, the key is to have the detailed drawings and specifications. These specs are the key. If the contractor or the subcontractor is experiencing pressure in their business, they will use the specifications to their own benefit, not yours. 
I recently completed the review of a 440-page specification document for one of our projects. That level of detail is essential, and hiring the right architect is the key to getting this level of quality. It starts at the design end of the process. So back to your subs, who are too busy. What do you do? Market conditions are local. It's often the case that while some markets are hot, others are not. You should be willing to import labor from other markets to shore up the shortfall. And when you do, that means the labor is dedicated to your project. It will get done in the shortest time frame possible. There will be additional cost for lodging, but that cost is small compared with the hourly rate for the most expensive subcontractors. The cost of housing could increase the labor component by at most 10%, and labor usually is equal to the material cost, so the overall cost impact of importing labor is usually less than 5%. Now, that's only on a subset of your project, so sometimes the impact can be kept to less than 1% of the total project. As you think about that, look further afield for other sources who can help your project. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.